Happy Tuesday! My name is Nick. My name is Alan. And welcome into the dungeon. Okay, so you had just bid your farewells to Dazzler and Norbus. What exactly is it that you are planning on doing? Are you going upstairs to your room or are you making your way back to Vincent's farm? No, no, no. We we are going to sleep. Yeah, we're going to sleep here in the inn and tomorrow I will contact Fabian and he can come down. We'll wait for him whilst we shop. You tried calling him and there was no answer. He's probably fast asleep. Yeah, he needed to sleep, so we reckon he's sleeping. Okay, so yeah, you guys go upstairs... Do your things, take a much-needed bath, for sure, and relax a little, and then you you make your way downstairs to the the main hall of the inn. What is it you guys are doing? Are Norbus and Dazzling staying at the inn, or are they staying elsewhere? As you look around, you see that Dazzling and Norbus are sat digging into a hearty breakfast. Okay, so we're going to join them, we're going to have breakfast, and when we're done... We're going to make our way over to... Barthens Provisions? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, just to clarify for the listeners, I think I got the names mixed up and I said that Harbin's brother was Barthen. It's not. <laughs> Barthen is the, the shop owner of Barthens Provisions and Harbin's brother's name is actually Tybor. All right, so I approach them and I sit down next to them. Are they sitting on the bar? That's at the table. Sat at the table. Yeah, dig into some sausages, right. eggs, beans. Okay, so I approach them. Is Fenna with me at this point? Or yeah, Fen- Fenna's with you. Right, so we approach them. Uh, good morning, fellows. Arshru! Would you mind if we join you? Of course, yes, there's two stools here. I grab a stool, grab one for Fenna, and, you know, like a gentleman, I kind of offer her the seat. Oh, thank you, Shu. You're welcome, you. And I sit down myself. Hope you slept well. Yeah. You're still heading over to Barthel's provisions. Yes, yes. Uh, you're coming with me, right? Ah, yes. Actually, no, uh, Dazzlin and I were, were talking a bit last night, and we would like to come with you. It you seems should... like a safer place than Fandolin. And it, if it's close enough to the. If it's close enough to where we suspect these ruins to be, uh, it would make sense to be camped out there with the loggers. And then from there, you know, when you decide to. To come and join us in our exploration, we'll already be here. Yes, I was doing some thinking too, and maybe, maybe, if the chance arises, perhaps we can investigate the tomb first. We'll see. But if you're with me, then we can reach to that decision when the time comes. Aye. But I would like to get you equipped, as we mentioned yesterday. So once we have this breakfast, we can head on out, go to Bothran's Provisions and see... What they have in stock. What do you think? That sounds like a good plan to me. Good. Well, enjoy your breakfast. Aye, right, thank you. And I look around, see if you catch Toblum's gaze. Yeah, you do. Toblum, my dear friend. Some sausages, some, you know, some bread, some butter. Do you, do you, do you stock the butter scholar ranch? 
butter by any chance? Well, yes, we normally do, but we're running a little low. Mm, it doesn't surprise me, but you should try and stock up as, as soon as you can. You say a little low. Do you have any left then? Enough to, to make some breakfast and oh. perhaps last us a couple more days. Lather some sausages up in butter and throw them on, on the oil and give me a hearty breakfast, please. The same for Fenna. I'm sure she would appreciate a hearty meal. Right, Fenna? Yes, uh, I think we've got a long journey ahead of us. I'm not a big fan of those ration packs. So, oh, Not at all. They taste like leather. Anyway, um, I turn back to Dazzling and Norbus. They're both there munching. They've got like egg cut dripping down there. Their beards sort of chomping with their mouth open. So, fellas. Ex- excuse you, Norbus. So, uh, I had some questions for you two. If you don't mind me asking, picking your brain over breakfast. Why? When we went to Butterskull Ranch, from there we was, we kind of ended up in, in a shrine, the Shrine of Savras. Just outside the Shrine of Savras, we defeated a few orcs, and one of those orcs was carrying this letter. And I pulled the letter out and showed them. Do you recognize any of these symbols? Can you read Orkish by any chance? Hmm, not I, but I think Dazzling knows a little, a little Orkish. Oh yes, Dazzling. Uh, give it a go. Alright, what's this song? Please. Careful! Don't get your greasy hands on it, please. Yes, this uh, this seems to be have been written in in Orkish for sure. Oh yes, that but- we that that we kind of deducted. But what does it say? Let me let me see here. It says, it's asking, you know, the, the recipient of this, of this letter to make preparations for an invasion of Phandalin. Hmm. So they're better positioned to launch an attack to retake their home in Icepire Peak. It says here that the Anchorites are making good progress in the Neverwinter Wood to summon, what's this, a, a Thunderbore? Thunderbore. Hmm. Never no, win- I have no idea what that is, but it says... This will aid our cause greatly. So it will what? Sorry, it will aid our cause greatly. Oh, so it it appears to have been, I see, you know, very simple letter just asking them to, to start making preparations. But if you defeated them, then uh, (laughs) perhaps the preparations aren't going to plan. No, no, perhaps they have been delayed somewhat, but still, this doesn't. This doesn't sit well with me. An attack on Fandling. And I saw it in a vision. I saw said attack. There were a horde of orcs. And they followed a big boar. Almost elephantine-like. It was huge. Huge boar. Thunderbore, Which is what this letter is referring to. Hmm. It mentions a Neverwinter forest. That's strange. Would you? Do you know of place with a circle of stones a hill with a stone circle upon it does Mm. that ring any bells i'd have to check through our maps and stuff but i'm sure there's uh it's likely that there's some ruins like that in neverwinter there's a number of sorry you mean yes in the neverwinter wood in the woods there's a a number of ruins there going back to to the old ancient elven kingdoms and probably the old um some old human kingdoms as well and a bit of everything, I would guess. But yeah, they never went to the wood. 
is home to a number of ruins. The stone circle as such not off the top of my head. I would have to look. But we'd have to research through our papers. Oh, do you mind finishing that up quickly? And whilst we make preparations, can you can you check your maps? Can you check your documents and see if you find any any information about that? Aye. Let's say an hour. Oh, might take a bit more than an hour, mm-hmm. but we've got the whole trip to Galogas Camp to. Actually, we're going to the Neverwinter Woods, so it, yeah. the trip there would give us some time to. Right, right, right. Mm. Okay, okay. Let's let's do that then. Okay, so let's finish breakfast and let's head on off to the provisioner. Okay, so you guys finish your breakfast. Actually, I'd, I'd like to head off first to to Hubbing Wester's house before I go to Barthen's provisions. Okay, so you you know the way pretty well by now. You make your way there. This time. I'm not even gonna knock. I'm just gonna walk in. I think I've earned the right to walk into this man's home while announcing myself. <laughs> Have I not? Okay, so you you're there at the door and you sort of confidently, you know, taking large strides, large for a halfling anyway. You sort of march right up to the door, confidently, sort of swinging your arm without breaking a stride, reach for the handle, pull it down, and as you sort of push your weight into it, you sort of recoil back as it's locked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Right. I kind of look over my shoulder to see if anyone saw that and kind of sheepishly looking down, knock on the door. Okay, so a moment passes and the door's opened up by Mithio, the the female guard that you'd met the night before. Good morning. Is, is Harvin here? Yes, yes. He's, uh, he's inside having his his breakfast. Would you mind if I come in? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's fine with you coming in. She sort of takes you into his dining hall where he sat digging into his breakfast. Harring. Ah, shrew. Good morning. Good morning to you. Mm. Can I do a quick perception check to see if I see the hat lying around? It, yeah, you can see it. It's, it's on. It's where it was. It's where it was, sort of on a, on a chair. Okay. He's not holding it or stroking yeah, it or anything. At all. It's, it's still there, still within his sight. Have you made your way to Barthen's provisions yet? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just about to do that, but I wanted to pass on something by you first. The other day, I forgot to mention yesterday, with all the commotion and all the on extra news and all this that happened with these guards here and all of that, I forgot to tell you, Pegal, Alphonse, Calazorn, is alive and well. We helped him, we rescued him, we defeated the orcs that had taken over his farm, and he's back at Butterskull Ranch with his cow, Petunia, and he's making that butter everyone loves. Ah, that is excellent news indeed. Indeed. Now, about that payment. What payment? The one that clearly said on the thing you put up on the board. Well, the the note on the board said that Big Owl would recompense you. What? Generously. And if you had been found to have been slain... You were to bring proof of his demise, and I would have paid you a hundred gold for your troubles. Hubbing! It clearly says, let me... And I kind of rummage through my bags and pull out the tattered note that he that once was posted on his board outside. Damn the fine print and your ways, Hubbing. Anyway, he's, he's dead, actually. Well, you just said that well, you had rescued him. Well, I didn't want to seem like I had failed, and I didn't want to seem like a failure in front of all these people. But the truth, if you must know, Harbin, is that 
Talazorn is dead. When we reached there, the orcs had already slain him. It's it's rather unfortunate. We, yes, he was a fine fine sheriff, a fine man. I'm gonna have to ask you to roll for deception. <laughs> Perception. Deception. Oh, <laughs> That's a total of six. Something quite isn't adding up here. Well, if he has demised, where's the proof of his demise? Here. But I would. Any ladies around, please close your eyes. And I pull out a sausage. <laughs> what on earth are you doing with that sausage? This is not a sausage. It's a char. The charred remains. Unfortunately, this was cut off and charred. We found the orcs playing around with it, playing catch with it. This with is a sausage. It's not a sausage. Use your imagination. I don't know what on earth you've been drinking at that tavern or what Toblum has been serving you, but we're, we're wasting time here. And I bite we the sausage. <laughs> and I start eating it. Harwin, we are in dire need of money. If you could please... We've been through a lot, and we've done a lot for this town, but we need provisions, we need money, and we don't have any. So if you please... You, you seem to be able to pay guard from Neverwinter... Would you please extend your kindness over this way so we may better arm ourselves for all the trouble that's coming? Consider it alone. When I have some more, I'll I'll give some back. You seem to be coming more and more brash as the as time goes by, Shrew. You you may say brash, but I've seen the reality that's out there. Well I'll tell you what. I can give you half of the payments for taking the provisions up to to my brother in advance and you can get the other half on your return that sounds fair and I accept it how much is half anyway 50 gold pieces okay it'll it'll do it'll do it'll help us thank you thank you very much and he goes off and returns with a small gold pouch or rather small leather pouch with gold coins and tosses it across you I grab it well well, well, we'll be on our way. We'll take the provisions up to the camp and bring back the resources that you required. See you in a few days. Keep safe, Shrew. Thank you. You too. Okay, so what do you guys do now? So yeah, we step outside. Okay, let's go. Let's go to Barthon's provisions. And yeah, let's see what we can find. So yeah, you make your way over to Barthon's provisions. And you make your way inside and see that this is a, a general store stocking you know ordinary goods and supplies things like backpacks bedrolls ropes rations you notice that there's no no weapons or armor on the shelves of these of the store sorry um just general adventuring gear general provisions you know nothing like potions of healing which by now you already know well and truly that's adabra has a monopoly on <laughs> and you see behind the counter a lean and balding human man of around 50 years, and a couple of younger sort of shop clerks, I guess, who are sort of coming in and out as you're, you're browsing the shelves, carrying things onto a, a wagon. Oh yes, good morning. Morning, fine sir. And what can I what can I help you with today? Well, we are looking for a few provisions. We're oh, looking... you've, you've come to the right place. Oh, of course. Name says it all. Um, very, very imaginative of you. Um... We, have, we are looking for tents. Ah, yes, we, we sell tents. Maybe we could do with three tents. We're looking for bedrolls, you know, some covers for the cold, that kind of thing, camping gear to generalize it. And also, 
I am looking. Do you sell armor of any kind? Something that could protect the these these friends of mine? No, no. Uh, well, once we sell adventuring gear and tents and bedrolls, all all that I can help you with. But um, for armor and and weapons, you'll have to make your way to the the Line Shield Coaster. They sell arms and protection. Very well, thank you. I will I will take that into consideration. Anyway, if you could hook me up. Oh, actually, one more thing. Do you sell hats? Hats? Yes, hats. Yes, sir. Uh, we have a, a number of different kinds of hats. He, he points to a shelf with mm-hmm. a number of different kinds of, of hats, you know, so from explorer hats to little sort of caps to sombreros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my, I make my way over there and I'm looking for a pointy hat, one similar to the one um, I gave our friend Harbin. Harbin here. Yeah, you're looking around and you see on, on the top shelf a, a pointy hat. doesn't have any stars and moons. It's just a plain grey pointy hat. Okay, so I grab this. How much for this for this fine specimen of a hat? Oh, that that hat. That would look fine on a on a wizard. Yes, indeed. Um, I can sell that to you for, for five gold. Five gold is a bit expensive for a hat, I think. Um, could you could you maybe embroider something on it for that price? You know, maybe some stars, some moons. Oh well, I suppose we could we could uh, sew in a, a star and a moon, but it won't be ready for for at least a day or so. Mm, day? I don't have this time. What if? Okay, what if I pay six gold to expedite this embroidery? So uh, six gold plus the the five for that? No, no, no! Don't be preposterous. Six gold in total, that's way far more than I would want to pay for a stupid hat anyway. A stupid hat? Well, it's just a hat. Does it turn you invisible? No, no. Then, it's a stupid hat. Well, I I don't quite like your tone. Sorry, I'm sorry, I've been... Fooled. Dear fellow. Sorry, sorry, you are right. I, I have lost my manners. Um, it's been a few stressful days. But yes, sorry. Get Getting back to the point. Six gold for the embroidered hat. By the next hour. Is In that an possible? hour? Yes, if it's possible. I'm sure a fine man like yourself, of your caliber and of your experience in the provision sector, um, would probably be able to achieve this. Well, it, it, it might be a little shoddy. I'm, as you say, I'm a Shoddy's provider of provisions, not a tailor. True. Are there but, uh, any tailors around town, now that you mention it? Uh, no, no. No. Hmm. For a good tailor, you'd have to make your way over to to the Neverwinter, yes. city of Neverwinter. I know a few there, yes, but I'm not going that direction. But I, I, I could whip something up. If you don't mind, six gold in the next hour. Hmm. Roll a persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Natural twenty. Natural twenty. Okay, okay. Come, come back in an hour, and I'll see what I can do. Very well. I'll give you the six gold. You prepare my camping gear for me and my hat, and I'll come back in an hour. Well, where are you traveling to, if you don't mind me asking? To the Neverwinter Woods. Just in general? Well, to a... Are you going camping? No, no, we're going to a logging camp up there. We need to take them provisions. Oh, yes, that was part of the... Oh, oh, you yes. must be the, the people <laughs> yes. that Harvard was going yes. to send. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was the point of me coming here. I totally forgot. Um... Yeah. It's, I told you it's been a, quite a few stressful days and my mind tends to slip 
at the best of times, let alone now. But yes, we are here to get some provisions to take to Hobbin's half-brother. Oh yes, but if you, you don't mind me saying so, and perhaps I'm, I'm harming my own business here, but I never went to what is quite a dangerous place. Indeed. Particularly to be just camping out in, in tents. Where should we There's camp? been stories of, of orcs and strange happenings in the woods. I would recommend that you stay at the at Falcon's Hunting Lodge. He can provide safe haven there to, to travelers, usually for coin or perhaps a good wine if I can interest you in a, a bottle. Well, okay, let's see. How much is a bottle gonna cost me? Well, uh, a fine bottle, the type that I know that uh, Falcon would approve of, would set you back around 10 gold pieces. Baby, don't hurt me. 10 gold pieces for a bottle of wine. Well, his lodging for you and your three companions would surely be more than 10 gold pieces. Really? Look, um, how much is the tent? <laughs> well, each tent is two gold pieces, plus your bed rolls and your supplies. It'll probably come up to around 15 gold for everything. My, my. You guys here in Fandalin really like exploiting explorers and adventurers, do you? Well, you could, you could buy Jeez. the provisions and it would cost you more than the wine. And you could camp outside. Well, but... I need both, really. What if I get lost in these woods? Is Falcon, your friend Falcon, gonna fly in and save me? Well, he's not a bird. <laughs> I know he's not a bird. I, I was just being facetious. Yes, you, you have quite a character, aren't you? Listen, this is a lot of money. I'll I tell don't... you what. You can... I'll give you a bottle of wine. And you tell him it's a gift from me. From mm. Barton. I love you already. Friend. Very good. That sounds like a better deal already. Whereabouts is this falcon nest? Well, his his lodge. Uh, it'll take you about a day to get there. If you you're following the route that uh, Harbin has has suggested to to reach his brother, you'll just need to veer a little off to the east, and uh, it won't take you that far off the trail, and you'll be far safer than than staying out in tents. Thank you for for your advice, kind friend. I shall part now. I'm going to visit the other store for some armor. But I'll be coming back for that, for those camping supplies. Give me the wine when I come back. And also the hat, remember that one. Six gold. Yes, yes, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And uh, Thistle, please, get this gentleman's uh, tents and, and bedrolls ready, please. Thank he, you. He calls over the, the two younger sort of shop assistants and they, they start preparing your the goods that you've purchased. Okay, I'll, I'll see you in an hour, but I can't promise much. I'm no tailor. No, no, no worries. Okay, you can just roll a, a d20 for me three times and just tell me the the individual scores you get. The first one's a natural 20. Okay. Second one is a 12. Third one is an 8. Okay, so where, where are you heading over to now? Okay, so I left the 6 gold with him. So I now have 59 gold left and I'd like to head on off to the Lion Shield Costa. I'd be passing the shrine. There's a shrine, right? Shrine of... Yeah, there's a, a shrine inside the, the village or the town rather that you've walked past a few times. I would like to stop by the shrine. Is it a big shrine? No, it's quite a small quite a small thing. Do I know the name of this shrine? It is the Shrine of Luck. And I would know this? Yeah, I would say you've walked past it enough times to have seen. Okay. 
I want to stop by the Shrine of Luck, if you don't mind. Okay. So yeah, you you stop outside this small little shrine. You notice that the door's closed. Can I try and open it? You reach out for the handle and it's... You notice it's locked. Okay, can I use the handle to knock? Clunk, 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 like that old knockers. Yeah. So you, you knock on the door and nobody comes to, to the door. Uh, shrew, um, I, I believe that uh, Harbin said that the sister that runs the, the shrine was out of town. Yes. But she'd gone to Neverwinter, I believe he said. Yes, I was wondering if she was back already. Clearly not. No. Do you think perhaps we should uh, we should touch base with Fabian? Oh, <laughs> yes. I forgot all about him. Yes, hold on. And I take out the, the Stone of Sending. Fabian, are you awake? True. Yes, true. Who's, who's it going to be? Um... Listen, have you slept? Yes, yes, I've, I've slept slept well, okay. like a baby. Well, that's good. If you wouldn't mind, and as I'm speaking to you, I've realized I've also forgotten to look for Vincent's farmhands. Damn it. Anyway, um, Fabian, make haste and come back to Fandling. We're heading off as soon as you get here. Oh, um, Vincent's farmhands arrived last night oh <laughs> what a muddle up um, uh, uh, and, and some elven god yeah. seems to be the came to be the brother of the that guy that we picked up by the road yesterday yes yes we we met him here in Fandling in Harbin Wester's home they were invited and paid by Harbing to guard Fandling and when I told him that we had found a fellow god of his he said it couldn't be his brother and he showed him directions and he left right away but you need to come here now we need to go where where exactly are you and um, where in, are we in going Fandling. we're in Fandling. we'll we'll talk of of our plans once you get here uh, we're in Fandling. just come to Fandling and we'll wait for you here okay i'll i'll make my way down to the stone hillen listen tell vincent that i'll leave his horses here in Fandling, with toblum the innkeep and he can send his farmhands back to get them. He can come himself, whatever he wants. I'll just leave the horses here. Okay, I'll, I'll start to make my way down to the Fandlin. Clink. And I hang up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I carry on walking towards the Lion Shield Costa. You make your way across town. And you, you get to the, the building where you're being pointed to. Would be the, the Lion Shield Costa. And you see that hanging above the door of this modest trading post is a sign shaped like a wooden shield with a blue line painted on it. So you make your way inside and you see that there's a, you know, an array of typical basic um, weapons and and armor. Everything from, you know, simple leather armor to to chain mail and to, to plate armor. All kinds of swords and daggers, bows. Nothing that looks out of the, the ordinary. Just your basic, you know, tools for protection more than anything fancy or exquisitely made and you see behind the the counter is a human woman of around 30 35 years old with long gray hair looks a little older perhaps because of her hair but her face has retained some of that youth good morning morning fine woman what would be your name my name would be linen and yours mm, well met linen no email forget no doubt what was that nothing nothing my name is shrew here's my good friend fenner and my good friends norbus and 
Kazlin. It's a pleasure to meet you. I take it you're looking for some arms or some... Yes, do you do you have any... It's going to be a complicated size, small but rotund, like for for, for our, our friends of the dwarves here. And you see Dazzling laughing, and he sort of turns to Nob- Nobus and says, ah, he's talking about you. <laughs> and I need, I would need to actually, so. And you see Nob- um, Nobus look towards Dazzling and say, ah, you're not so trim yourself, Tubby. Yes, well, uh. I'm sure we've got something in their size. What exactly is it you're looking for? Nothing. Some something to protect them from the odd axe here and there, the odd mace to the head, you know, the, this kind of stuff. Something to be able to fend off some blows. Well, we have a range to meet most budgets. How much is you looking to spend? Well, my budget is quite short, like me. <laughs> I was just about to say, mm. two dwarfs, a halfling, and a gnome. <laughs> We like to keep company short. Anyway, um, yes, my budget isn't that big. Well, we... And she's sort of eyeing you up and down. Although you've had a wash. <laughs> Your first wash in a while. Your clothes are a bit tatty and from traveling for, for so long. Well, perhaps I can interest you in some padded light armor or some leather armor if your budget is willing to stretch that far. And if you want to spend uh, the big bucks... Perhaps I can interest you in some chain or some half-plate. But something tells me that the half-plate might be a little out of reach at the moment. No, I don't. I don't wear metal on me. And I don't carry this metal-y stuff. But padded. Padded armor. How much How much would that cost? Well, that would be five gold pieces per set. Perhaps that leather armor would would come in handy. How much does that go for? The leather armor will set you back ten gold pieces a pop. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you've heard about me or my crew here, Shoes Shrubberies, and I pause a bit to see if there's any recollection. Well, I've heard a little that you've been running some errands for Harbin. <laughs> errands for Harbin. Okay, yes, well, we are the errand. We are the we are the band of errands. We run errands for people around town, and we do what we can. We have a very, very, very limited budget. My point is, how about 20 gold for three leather armors? That sounds like a smashing deal. You shouldn't refuse it. Well, I don't think you're anybody to tell, be telling me what I should be refusing or not. Yes, yes. You're asking me to essentially give you an entire set of leather armor. Yes, when you put it that way, it sounds a bit cheeky, yes. Mm, let's see, let's see, uh, 10, 25 gold for three pieces. How about that? That sounds fair. Come on, I need some help. We don't have a lot of money. You can see the clothes I'm wearing. I've been killing orcs wearing this. I need some more protection. You've been killing orcs just wearing a cloak yes. and a shirt. Yes, imagine that. You seem more foolish than you sound. <laughs> well... Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Roll me a persuasion. 18 total. Well, as long as we can find something that fits for your two uh, round friends over there without having to make any adjustments. And you take three, you said? Yes, because my friend Fena here, as you can see, is very well equipped. Okay, I could do it for 25 gold. Let me see if I can, if I've got anything to, to fit your friends. Thank you very much. 
and she goes out out back and comes out with two slightly smaller um, pieces of leather armor, which almost look like they're made for, for large children rather than, than dwarves. <laughs> Here, why don't you try these on? You may have to take a deep breath first. And you see Norbus and Dazzling sort of squeezing into these pieces of leather armor. It's a little tight here around the, the waist. Oh, I don't think I can breathe much, but... Uh, suck it in, suck it in. You see Norbus sort of doing some lunges. <laughs> well, leather would stretch. Leather should surely stretch. Wouldn't it stretch? Surely it stretches. Uh, and I'm trying mine on. And it's, is it a good fit? It's a good fit for, for a halfling. Hmm, you see? It's stretching already. Look. Well, it's better than nothing. It'll keep us a little safer. Yes, well, uh, our leather is of great quality. As you, you wear it in, it will flex a little. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you should uh, watch what you eat on your travel. And uh, it may fit even better. Norbus, Dazzling, are you are you well equipped? Do you think you can fend off any anything that may attack you or may attack us? Well, you saw us in action. No. We're, not, we're no fighters, but we have our axes and our picks. Then you're fine. No, and that would be all. Fena, do you need anything? No, I, I, I think I'm... I rely on my staff more than anything. What? What kind of swords do you carry? Well, we have daggers and short swords, long swords... Look, look. Perhaps a little long for you. No, it's not for me. But I want to see the top shelf stuff. I want to see the good stuff. I'm a seasoned adventurer, see? And I want to see the good stuff. I don't want to look at these tatty wares and... I don't think second you could afford hand. our good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, now that you've given me a discount, perhaps I've got a little left over. Or perhaps maybe I could, you know, we'll, we'll talk numbers. We'll talk numbers. Show me the good stuff. Wait here. And she goes off into the the back again and I turn around and wink at my my crew like like saying I got this so after a short while he then appears with a a fine looking long sword and a fine looking bow well these are the top shelf weapons that we carry hmm. but as I said I think they're a little they're beautiful out of your pockets look at the mastery look at the work Look how intricate the design is. It's a beautiful piece of work. Yes, yes, but keep your hands off. Well, okay, okay. I haven't asked to touch it. I'm just admiring it from a distance. Each, of, each of these will cost you 500 gold <clears throat> pieces each. <clears throat> <clears throat> and seeing that you were stuttering <clears throat> when, when we well, discussed the armor. Well, well, look at the time. <laughs> it seems to have... It seems to be getting late. Uh, we have places to be, people to to speak to. Uh, thank you for your, thank you for your, for your kindness and showing us around. And uh, perhaps, uh, actually, one thing: what if we, what if we could reach an agreement, a kind of an understanding here? Well, whatever do you have in mind? Well, look, yeah, I might, I might sound like a fool, like you, you said earlier. <laughs> It looked like one too, but I assure you, we are a brave band of adventurers. We have seen off more foes than you would ever imagine. I could tell you a few stories. We have direct access to Harbin. We have direct access to Adabra. We can call in favors with Norman Guard. What else? Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a kind of business partnership going with Butterskull Ranch, you know. I have some contacts back in Neverwinter. 
high, high contacts, high places, places of lots of height. And yes, my point being, we can bring a lot of traffic to your to your shop here. Well, great adventurers usually bring great amounts of coin. Yes, yes, but you see, I've already wasted most of it. I am, I am. She sort of folded the sword. Hold on, and hold the, on, hold on. And the the bow back into sort of their hold the on, wrappings. Hold on, don't be, don't be too hasty. Don't be too hasty. What I'm saying is, we could be your walking advertisers. We could bring people to the shop. We could give you the name. All we need to do, we we won't own this sword. It's not ours. It's yours. But we would be a, we would have it. Have, you could hand it over to us as a loaned item. An item we use to defeat the foes that will make us more famous. And in turn, we would say, like, people will be chanting, Jewish shrubberies, Jewish shrubberies. Where did you get that majestic looking sword? Well, as a matter of fact, we got it from the Lion Shield Costa in Thunderling. And then people will come here and buy your goods and you'll be richer. You'll have more money, more gold than you can, than you would know what to do with. Think about it. It's, it doesn't cost you a single penny. It costs me a 500 gold sword. Okay, but... For ha- a halfling, a gnome, and two no. dwarves who no, no, no. don't seem to have seen much battle. <laughs> you want to take my <laughs> look, I know, top look. shelf sword okay. and die in a wood somewhere? <laughs> I, I, I don't plan on dying, but no, yes, but you're right, you're right. But we have another fellow coming shortly. And the sword will... He would wield the sword. His name is Fabian. He's a legendary warrior. But... I've never heard of this Fabian. Perhaps you don't get out of your shop much. But, um... You would be good to watch your tongue. (laughs) Okay. Listen. We we got off on a wrong wrong foot. Clearly. Um, You were too... I I was too hasty. I'll tell you what. I will reserve the sword for you. For a few days, and if you have enough gold, you may come and purchase it. Listen, who's going to come and buy the sword? Realistically, how many adventurers have come this way as of late with the dragon and all this commotion going on? Realistically, let's let's speak real. Well, a fine weapon like this will be in higher demand, and somebody will surely come and pay the price. There's been some guards coming from Neverwinter. There's talk of more coming. Perhaps one of them brings coin. Okay, look, you loan us this sword. You're a business-minded person, I can see. You're sharp in mind. You know you know a good deal when you see it. You've been doing this for quite a few years, I can imagine, by the hairs, the grey hairs on your head. No offence intended. But you loan us a sword. Picture this. You loan us a sword. Believe me, our name will go down in history. We are the ones that are going to kill this drive. We are the ones that will go down as the saviors of family. A little intel between you and me, and I don't want you to tell anyone. Don't want anyone. Don't want anyone getting scared. But there is an imminent attack to happen here in Fandling by a roving band, roving horde, even. Orcs. Yes, well, there's been talk of orcs, and more the reason that the finest weapon should remain in Fandling. The finest weapon will belong to you until I have amassed 700 gold, at which point I will come here and pay you the 700. Not 500. 700 gold. Well, then you can pay 200 up front. You can borrow the sword. And if you do not return with the 500, I will make sure that we find you. 
I don't doubt your capabilities of finding me. But what say you? 34 gold up front? <laughs> oh, no, that is, that is preposterous. I feel, my friend, that you and I are wasting our time here. You can borrow one of these swords. And she points to those a, a rack filled with standard-looking weapons. Those, those won't do. Look. Fine. Aye, aye, shrew. Shrew. Yes? If we find that temple, and this is Norvis sort of as quietly as he can, sort of whispering to you, the sword we, we could find in there, the weapon would far surpass whatever the, the shop of what looks like common weapons could do. Do you really think it's worth getting into a sticky situation with the shop down the woman? One moment, miss. Is, and I turn my back to the woman and so, and I talk to, is it Novus talking to? Novus, yeah. Novus. So you're saying there's a, there's a sword in this temple? One of the legends is that the, the last dragon slayer was buried with a, a weapon. Oh, yes. And it was a weapon that slew the dragon. So do we really want to be... No. Getting in the... No, we don't. In the cacks with the... No, no. This uh, this woman. Yes, you're right. You're right. It might cost a little blood and a little sweat, but... We can do it. We can do it. Oh, yes. Thank you. And I turn around back to him. In second thoughts, shrewd shrubberies will not need... Any of your wares, except the, the leathers. That's been paid off. That's already been paid for. But other than that, we would not need any of your mediocre wares. Oh, you yes, better yes. watch your tongue, yes, boy. Well, 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 well. I will come back in a few days, and I will present you with a weapon that far passes anything you carry in this quaint little shop. Well, then when you bring it, perhaps we can talk a deal then. We won't be making deals with the likes of you. When I needed it the most, I've come. You have come being asking honest. for a no, no. 500 gold no, no. sword no, to no. be given to you. Not to be given. I, I, With I, I, no I, guarantee that you will return. A little faith goes a long way, woman. And I asked you in a time of need and you turned your back on me and sure will remember this. Farewell. <laughs> Farewell. And good luck. Thank you. So what are Shrew Shabri's doing now? We're kind of wandering around town a bit until the hour passes where we can go back to the first shop yeah. to get the supplies and the provisions that we needed to take. Make it back to Barton's provisions. Oh, shrew! Yes, my good oh. friend. Well, I've, I've done what I can. The Carter knocks are already outside, ready to, to be taken to the, the loggers' camp. Brilliant. And here's the hat that you, you requested. You see him pulling up the hat that you had ordered with a star and a moon. You notice that his fingers are bandaged up. Oh, what happened there? Well, I did tell you I was no tailor. This is the best I can do. And you see like on the front of the this grey hat that you, you've bought a single sort of crescent moon shape <laughs> <laughs> with a star above it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't look particularly... Elegant, but it's a star in the moon. Okay, fair enough. Oh, well, that's beautiful craftsmanship. Here, for your troubles. And I give him another gold. Oh, thank you. Oh, 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 oh. oh Fena, Fena, could you maybe... Do you have any free ones on you? Free what, you? Free spells. And she, she walks up and touches his hands. And I'm sure those are just um, needle pricks. 
nothing too too bad. They'll, they'll heal in a, a short while. Yeah, he'll survive. Oh, yes, yes, I will. Worth the gold, though. Thank you. You're welcome. Perhaps I should open a, a tailor's side shop. Perhaps you should practice a bit first, but yes, yes. That could be a, a side hustle. Maybe very... Mm. There's, there's, there is a tailor here, so there's, you know, there's a market for it. I like your way of thinking. Mm. But at my 50-odd years of age, perhaps learning a new skill is uh, a little late for me now. Well, you could ask your your friends here, your your fellow your fellow shopkeepers to, to help you out. Anyway, what do I know? I'm not a shopkeeper. Thank you very much for everything. I'll, I'll be going now and I'll be taking the provisions. Just wait here a second. I'll, I'll come back for them. Just keep an eye out. Keep an eye on them until I come back. Okay. And now I want to go back to Harbing Wester's home. So yeah, you're, you're there. You knock. Doors opened. I tell Fena, Nombus and Dazzling to wait outside if they don't mind. Okay. They, they oblige. Is Harbing Wester there? Yeah. Hurrying and I coming. Sorry, should have mentioned they coming with a hat on. Ah, true. Yes. Listen, another we've... one of those hats. I thought you said you'd got a. Sorry, my hat. What's wrong? It looks a little shoddy compared to the one you brought. Shoddy. Oh, this is the finest of halfling craftsmanship. You dare insult me and my kind, calling this shoddy. Work well. It might not be up to a gnome standard, okay, but I wouldn't call it shoddy. This is a magical hat, quite quite similar to the one you have there. Gonna turn you invisible? No, this is better. Please. Anyway, I came here to to let you know that we will be going soon. Yes, well, I would hope so. We have already made provisions. We have the provisions ready to go, and I just wanted to let you know that we'll be leaving. As soon as Fabian comes. Well, Fabian hasn't been here. No. He'll be he'll be here in a, in a few minutes. A few more minutes. We're just waiting. You know, just waiting here. <laughs> so you're just going to wait here in my house for Fabian? You've told him to meet you here? Yes, more or less. What is it you want, Shrew? Nothing. I was thinking maybe I could offer you an exchange of sorts. You know... Where I'm going, I really need that invisibility trait that your hat has. And I thought that maybe you saw my halfling heart and you would be, oh, what's that new hat that's so trendy and but you, you don't like it all of a sudden. So you've thrown my plans a bit off. But I really, 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 really need that invisibility hat that you carry. And I wouldn't mind. Well, it doesn't work anymore. And I... Bought it off you for fifty gold pieces. I've told you I, I can fix it, but you won't li- you won't listen. But I can give you this hat, and I can give you the accessory it comes with. You thought it was just a hat, did you? Well, no. This hat comes with a wand. It's a very fun wand. You're piquing my interest. What is this wand? The hat looks like something that Barthen would sell, or it just looks like a normal hat with some. Rather poor stitching. Well, we try our best as halflings, and perhaps we we cut corners here and there. Perhaps we purchase hats and then try to stitch stuff on it. But it's still the the magic it, it carries is is outstanding. It's worth fifty at least, perhaps a hundred gold. But I'm willing to give it to you for free. But this is a 
this isn't just a single item. It comes as a set. You have the magic wand of pyrotechnics. Hmm, pyrotechnics. Does that shoot fire? Exactly. Well, yes and no. It shoots fire works. Fire Listen to me. What are you going to tell me next? That your out of your hat comes a rabbit? <laughs> Don't put thoughts in my mind, Harvin. Don't put thoughts in my mind. I, I could very well create one that does. But not this one. This one is a set. And if you wear the hat and use a wand, you can shoot fire works out of the wand. How, what does that sound like to you? And how is that going to keep me safe from a dragon? Well, you don't know, do you? Dragons don't like fireworks. They are terrified of them. I how think do you're you th- mistaken with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fabian, you, you'd find that dragons and dogs aren't... Fabian is not here. Sorry. You are talking... Sorry. You have become rather odd this last couple of trips There's, you've come here. It's a lot of, it's a lot of things on my shoulders. Having fires and... Dragons and dogs, you'd find, are quite similar. But dragons breathe... You're not making any sense. It's a sound. It scares them. It makes a big sound. And... Louder than a dragon's roar. Not louder. They're just scared of them. They're scared of the one... Of the sound of the wand. How do you think a little fellow like me drove the dragon off? Do you think it was using my fists? You you think I fought the dragon? Well, I heard that he... Flew off with Vincent's horse. That's after Probably I had used... his meal ready there. That's after I used my wand of fire. He was going for the full, for the full Monty. He wanted me. He wanted Vincent. He wanted Buttercup, and unfortunately, he took Betsy. But he won. He went. He was going for all of us until I used the wand and scared it off. Now, I give you this because I see you're becoming bolder, and I'm, and I'm worried. I'm worried about you. You're going to gallivant off somewhere, and that dragon is going to come down, swoop, and possibly eat you up. And I don't want that for the town, and I don't want that for you. Give me that hat that doesn't work. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to take it, and I'm going to use it. I need it. I'll give you these two items. The hat and the wand of pyrotechnics. Roll me a persuasion. 18. Well, the hat's not of much use now, and I don't know when the sister will arrive. Exactly. Hmm. I want a demonstration of that wand. Of course. And what exactly did the hat do again? Well, it's just, you need to be wearing the hat so that the wand works, as far as I know. That's it. it it's kind of a tandem thing. It, they come together, and I think you need to wear them together. I, I didn't make it, I just I just acquired it. So. But you said that you made the hat. No, no, halflings you? made the uh, hat. You know, you, you insulted halflings. I'm a halfling. I didn't make that. Oh. I don't think I said that. Well, show me what this wand of pyrotechnics does. Of course. You want you want me to show you inside? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are they real fireworks? Are they going to burn down my house? Perhaps. Then let's step outside. Yes. That's a sound idea. Okay. So I point to the sky whilst I'm weathering the hat and I let off a charge. Okay. And what exactly was it that it does? So it does a... harmless burst of multicolored light so it wouldn't burn down the house but it also makes the sound that is what I used to kind of distract the orcs back in yeah. Butter's Color Ranch uh, which can be heard up to 300 feet away. It's a crackling noise that it does. Okay, so this crackling noise 
erupts through the day-to-day noise and chatter of Fandling. Suddenly silence as everybody turns around to to see these coloured lights flare up into the sky. Hmm. Well, it's of more use than this damned hat. Yes. Until I fix it, obviously, but yes. Here. I take my hat off and put it on his head. And I give him the one. You try it. <laughs> you see Harbin with like a childish big grin on his face. So I just wave this with the hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. You have a trade. Good. Listen, you've we've done it twice. You only have seven charges. You might break it if you do more. If you use seven charges, you have to wait till dawn to do it again. Just bear that in mind. If it breaks, don't come looking for me saying that my magic items don't work. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Can I have the other hat now, please? Yes, yes. He goes back inside and comes out with the, the hat. Thank so you. Nonchalantly tosses it to you. I just wear it. Because I like it. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you're wearing the hat. What are you guys up to? We're going back finally to the provisions. We're going to wait there for Fabian. We said we'd be hanging around Thunderling. Thunderling, as I've come to find, isn't that big. So I can imagine that Fabian, after looking for a bit, would know where to find us. Yeah, but you, um, if I recall correctly, Fabian said he'd wait for you in the Stonehill Inn. Did he? Yeah. Okay, then on our way to... Okay, so I'll tell Norbus, Dazzling and Fena to go to the provisions place to get ready to leave. And I'll go back to the inn to pick Fabian. Okay, so yeah, you make your way inside and you see Fabian sat at the bar, sipping in a, a mug of ale whilst he chats with Tobin. Fabian! Ah, it's, true. It's, it's time to go. Where is it we're going? Well, follow me and I'll explain everything. Okay, so you guys make your way back to Barton's provisions. And you fill Fabian up on... Yeah, I tell him about the provisions that we need to take. Then we need to bring stuff back, resources back. Because I tell him all about Hubbing Wester, that he's, you know, employed the guards, that he wants to build up some defenses. And I also tell him about the temple. I tell him that um, there might be a weapon there that might be of use to us. And I tell him that that letter that we found kind of directs to Neverwinter Woods as well. And we're hoping that uh, Dazzling and Nobus can search for some information in the maps and the documents about that stone circle that I had in the vision. You're now outside Barthen's provisions, and Barthen's outside next to this cart uh, with a, an ox. Well, Drew, the ox is ready, and as is the cart, a couple of crates here with supplies, and this is the inventory. And he hands you over a parchment and it shows that the contents of the crates contain foodstuffs such as dried meats, blocks of cheese, loaves of bread, a couple of casks of ale, a couple of flasks of oil and this is all set upon a two-wheeled cart with a an ox at the front. Well this ox is called William and I'll expect to see him and the cart returned once you you complete your your journey. The the ox is called William? Yes Okay. Mm, and okay, and I imagine all these resources are to get to their destination untouched. Well, yes, they are for for Tiber and his crew. Very well. Will you be off on your way now? Yes, of course, of course. And I kind of take my wizard hat off and kind of, in a gesture of farewell, kind of 
nodded, pointed towards him. Farewell. I'll, I'll see you back in a few days. We'll see you soon. Okay, so you guys start making your your travel towards the Neverwinter Wood. And as you know by now, you can travel about 24 miles in a day. And this will take you about halfway through your journey and to Falcon's Lodge, where you you were given a bottle of wine by Barthen to, to present to Falcon once you arrived. And shortly after entering the woods, about 60 feet ahead of you, a wild boar stands in a small clearing, sort of looking over at you. I immediately... Am I, am I driving this, Hox? You can be if you want. I immediately stop pulling the reins, slowly, quietly, and I immediately cast Speak With Enemies. Okay. Hello, dear friend of the woods. What do we owe your graceful presence to? The boar just glares at you suspiciously. We are friends. We mean no harm. What brings you around this neck of the woods? Again, he sort of just tilts his head towards you. Do you understand me? Almost as if he's studying you. I kind of slowly dismount the cart. I've got nothing on my hands. I, I leave the wizard hat on the cart as I go down. I want to appear as small as possible. I don't have weapons on me. My arms are open. And I stand next to the ox, whilst stroking the ox. As I said, we are friends. My friend William here would attest to that. Don't fuck it up, William. You see the, the boar sort of stamp its feet, sort of shimmy from left to right as he's sort of studying your companions now. I glance back at my companions. What are they doing? Like, what are they? They're just looking bewildered. bewildered. They mean no harm either. They are good friends of mine. We are almost family. We've helped a number of... And, and as you're saying this and you, you turn back to face the boar, it started to run off into the woods. Can I run after it? <laughs> you can try. Yeah, I'm gonna try and run after. What's your 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 movement? Was it twenty-five? Yeah, twenty-five. But I'm sprinting. Full fifty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you start running after the the small into the woods, and it's it's increasing its distance on you, almost with every step that you're taking, as your your little legs are sort of running through through the woods and jumping over. You know, branches and shrubs and rocks. It's almost as if every step that you take, the boar's taken too. How far away is it from me at the moment? 140 feet away from me. 140 feet? Yeah. It started off at 60 feet away from me and it darted off at full speed. And as you've tried to catch up to it, as I said, it almost seems as if for every step you take, the boar's taken too. All right, I stop. And you see the, the boar sort of rushing off, disappearing into the woods. And I head back. What was that all about, Shrew? Do you think that was the same boar I saw? If it wasn't, it was surely connected to it. It's very weird that a boar would pop out of the woods and first stare at you and now stare me down. And with all this talk of huge boars and orcs coming with boars and, you know, it seems something's fishy here. This boar didn't speak back to me. That's very strange. That's very strange indeed. Usually a bull, like the, at least, for example, and I turn over to William. William! Oh, you speak. Exactly. You, you see. speak, Oxen. Yes. Well, give me a second. You see, I just spoke to William, and he was surprised that I could speak 
That's the first reaction an animal takes usually. They are surprised I speak the language. This boar totally ignored me. This doesn't sit well with me. This doesn't sit with, well with me at all. And I, being a druid, know of certain spells. Certain spells that allow you to see through animals. And I kind of wonder if they might be spying on us using these boars. You so, have to... so you can see through animals as well? Well, I have a spell, yes, that I could cast on an animal and, you know, control kind of control that animal to, and see through it. I also have spells that I can get an animal friend and send him. And in this vision you had, you mentioned that some of the orcs were dressed in robes. Yes. Is that a garb that druids would normally wear in their temples or circles or, or whatever it is that... I mean, perhaps uh, I don't wear robes myself. Now I'm sporting a, a very trendy hat, but I don't wear robes. But there might be that these druid, this druid circle of orcs, if there is such a thing, might wear the robes. Would I have heard of a druid circle of, of orcs? Is that something that I would have been taught maybe by Cinemis or... Um, roll me a religion check. Ten total. When Sinus was training you in your, your druid craft, she didn't mention any circles of orc druids, but it's not something that would be out of place, perhaps. You you recall from your letter that there was a a marking to a god, Talos, from what you recall that um, Fenna had told you. But as a druid, you know that you know druids worship nature rather than a specific deity. So perhaps not necessarily druids, but priests or clerics of some kind, given the the religious markings on the letter you found. The only thing I know for certain is that this is very, very strange. This is... there's something off here. So we would do well to be careful. Now I just wasted one of my spells, and I have ten minutes to talk to an animal, so... <laughs> let's carry on, and excuse me for around ten minutes while I converse with William here. <laughs> and I hop on my cart and put my hat back on and we head off, we carry on down the trail and in the meantime, during this 10 minutes I kind of catch up with William asking him if he's doing okay, if he needs anything if he's happy, if he's a happy ox if he could be happier, that kind of thing Yeah, well he says um, generally lives a good life although the work is hard a little harder now that he's pulling a, a cart full of provisions and a couple of dwarves, a halfling, a gnome and a human could be a better trip. But generally, yeah, as far as oxen go, it's the life he knows. So you guys continue on through your journey through the Neverwinter Wood. And you approach a, a river, which would have been one of the landmarks that Barthen told you about to, to keep an eye out for when looking for Falcon's Lodge. And you see that there's a, a thin fog which surrounds what looks like a, a rather fortified compound standing in a clearing to the east side of the narrow river. You see a 10 foot high log palisade surrounding this compound, with the main building within being a two-story stone and wood affair, with a high-pitched roof, with gables, window shutters and a stone chimney. You also see that attached to the main building is a blocky tower of grey stone, its high roof lined with battlements. Other structures within include a two-story stable house and a gatehouse whose flat roof is enclosed by iron railings. Across the river you see that there's a stone bridge spanning across it, ending before an oaken door set into the gatehouse's outer wall. Mounted next to the door is a bell with a short rope hanging from its clapper. 
So I see that there's a stone bridge that I can cross. Yeah. With this ox and cart. Yeah, you can get across. We do so. Okay, so you find yourself in front of this oaken door at the gatehouse outer wall. Okay, again, I hop off my hop off the cart. As I jump, I hold onto my hat so that it doesn't fly off. And then I get to the bell and I ring it. So a few moments later, you see like one of these little slidey peephole things hmm. sort of slide open. And these brown eyes sort of looking back at you. Well. Yes. How can I help you? I'm down here. Yeah, well, I can see. I'm looking down at you. Oh, I can't quite see you. Um, we are here. We are on our way to the loggers' camp, and we would like to find some lodging for the night before we head on off for the next leg of our journey tomorrow. Oh, yes, you're here to stay with Falcon. With a name like that, it's it's kind of scary, but yes, we, we would like to stay with Falcon. My name is Corwin. I work here. Oh, I Just give me a moment. I'll I'll let you I'll let you through into the main house and notify Falcon that he has visitors. I thought everyone was going to have a name after an animal here. I'm slightly disappointed. <laughs> oh no, Falcon got his name for being the great hunter that he was. Mm. I'm shrew. Do you hunt shrews? No. Why Why would I hunt shrews? I know you mentioned that everybody. Oh wait. And you hear the, <laughs> you hear like the, the the door brace being slid slid across, and he sort of beckons you guys to to come in. You see that he's a elderly human male with short, scruffy black hair, looks a little world weary. You can see that he's seen perhaps his fair share of of experiences, given his age. You see that he's wearing a, an apron, sort of stained with what looks like different food items. And he sort of waves over to a a young boy who comes over, and he he asks him to actually as he, give me a perception check. It's a total of seven, but my passive perception is thirteen. Okay, I was actually going to ask you whichever is the high of your role or your passive perception. You notice that as he's sort of talking with this boy, that whilst he's talking, he's also making some some sort of hand gestures and. The boy sort of beckons you and your companions to to dismount, or, or rather, you're already off your the cot, sort of beckoning to to the rest of your party to to dismount. And Corwin turns and says, "Pell will see the the oxen and your goods to the stable. Come, come with me. We'll go and get Falcon. Let him know that you have arrived." Okay. Make sure to give our friend William double rations tonight. He's He's, he deserves it. I'll pay. I'll pay for it. Don't worry. Very well. And Corwin sort of leads you over to the the main building of this this complex. I think that's a good place to to end tonight's episode. Damn. Damn. I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to meet Falcon. <laughs> he, he seems like an interesting character. We'll leave that as a cliffhanger mm. to get you lovely people to tune in again next week as we continue Shrew's adventures. So yeah, another episode without combat, which is strange given that um, we've had a few fights recently, and now we've gone for a few episodes where it's been largely roleplay and, and character building, which on my side of the DM screen I've, I've quite enjoyed to see how Shrew is almost growing up, or growing bolder, at least. Yeah, he had a point where kind of 
he got knocked down a, a notch or two after that ogre fight. But let's be real, like, if we're gonna end up fighting, or at least encountering a dragon, we need to step it up. Yeah. We cannot be shying away from danger, and we cannot be shying from responsibilities and, you know, pussyfooting around the townsfolk. We need to make a mark, and we need to make ourselves known in this world. For sure. And talking about getting known in this world, don't forget that we have our website, <laughs> www.i2td.com. I thought that was a, a nice place to plug it in. We yeah. also have our Instagram and Twitter at in2the2dungeon. And we're most active on Instagram and Twitter. We also have our Discord server, I believe is the correct term. Yeah. We've been growing a nice little community there. We'd love for, for all you lovely people who listening to join us yeah join us um you know talk to us there we would love to know who's listening to our to our podcast and who enjoys it and what parts you like and you don't and we would love to to meet you all and make a bit of a community there. and so now we come to the part of the show where we light our torch to guide you wary dungeon delvers to further ttrpg content that we think you'd like and today we're shining the torch on who, Alan? Today we're shining the torch on Snyder's Return. Snyder's Return is a tabletop roleplay podcast that focuses on delivering two features. One are interviews with content creators, developers, publishers, all that kind of neat stuff. And the other is an actual play podcast. So they also play. They do interviews and they play, which I think is wonderful. We're going to roll a little promo that they sent us so that you can listen to them explain it better. Snyder's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers and fellow podcasters and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems. So come and join us, come and have a listen. You can find us on Twitter at Return Snyder. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook or check out our website at www.snizereturn.squarespace.com So there you go, straight from the horse's mouth. Not that these guys are horses, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) you you got it straight from them. So yeah, as he said, snidersreturn.squarespace.com. Check them out there. And that brings us to what's fast becoming my favorite end of the episode section. And I will still refer to it as the end of the episode club. Last last week you, you admitted... Yeah, but it's the end of the episode club called The Last One Standing. Fair enough. So it's a bit of both. Okay. So The Last One Standing. And this is where we give you a little passphrase. Where you then go to the comments section. And I want to say it again. Keep it to Twitter, Discord, Instagram or YouTube. Because we were saying post it anywhere there's a comment box but realistically there are some comment boxes we won't be able to see and we would hate it for you guys to be posting stuff and for us not to be seeing it so twitter our discord server instagram Instagram, and youtube and youtube all right so with that being said you post that comment that passphrase we're going to give you now you give it a little twist you make us laugh you make us feel something and then the good ones will have a little segment on our Discord server just to remind ourselves of what wonderful catchphrases or comments you, you guys give us, which we love reading. 
yeah we've even had some some amazing art with uh, some of the catchphrases and today's password for you you stalwart adventurers that make it through all this nonsense at the end of the episode the password today is Borson. and with that we thank you once again for tuning in to listen to us we hope you're enjoying it as much as we do and we hope to see you next week as we delve into, into the dungeon, dungeon.